are back guys We're back two weeks in a row how lucky are you that very lucky them and me katie before we get started i just want to tell you i was texting you i have gotten so many responses to our last episode yeah if we've learned anything it's that vulnerability sells okay i want you sobbing <laughs> on this sadness you- sells Naughty, but I just got so many messages of people who are like, I feel the exact same way at times, like how like how relatable it was and how like comforting and like nice it was to hear like voice from someone else. Oh, that's nice. You know how many I got zero. <laughs> I'm funny? the one. I'm the one over here losing my shit, and everybody's like, Tamar, wow, you that- you are a good therapist. <laughs> People will do that though. People will reach out to the other. Like when Zach's aunt died, everyone and he posted about it. Everyone was reaching out to me, being like, "So sorry about Zach's aunt," but no one like contacted him directly. So weird, isn't that my, weird? I wonder if it's like a subconscious nephew, <laughs> <laughs> like uncomfortableness of like people feel afraid to reach out to the actual person. Oh they're yeah, like, maybe. Or they're like, "Oh, I don't want to bring it up for them." So yeah, they, like, reach out to someone close to them or who's involved, but. I would tell him, I'm like, so-and-so said sorry for your loss. And he'd be like, that's nice, but why does no one just message me? Yeah. Me and me and my son are unapproachable. That's it. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a you guys thing. Um, but no, you sent me one of them, and it was very sweet. Um, and it is, you know, I guess being vulnerable is hard because I, I, I've recently realized one of my biggest fears is being embarrassed. Mm. Wow. I would I will do anything to not be I I don't like if it's self embarrassed you know what I mean like if it's unintentional like if I'm acting like an idiot that's funny but yeah I think that's part of it too That's so interesting cuz I feel like stand up comedy is such a like you have to give yourself exposure therapy for embarrassment like mm-hmm. do you ever feel I guess do you feel embarrassed doing stand up ever Not anymore really Sometimes I'll be like, I can't believe I drove this far for this little money. How embarrassing. <laughs> but <laughs> not really on stage, per se. Um, which I guess, you know, maybe means I'm not taking enough risks. That's a good realization, though, that your biggest fear is embarrassment or what, yeah. a fear of yours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like last week, I feel like the our episode last week, I was like kind of dreading, like even talking about it, like that because I was like I'm gonna be all weepy and bullshitty and you know whatever but I feel like the whole week has kind of like gotten better just like getting it out a little bit yeah Um, for sure and I did try to do what you said I wrote down like on a piece of paper I was like gratitude and then uh, intention and I put it in my backpack and so just in my backpack like it's there there are no gratitudes there are no intentions but one day I'll I'll write them down (laughs) That's I good. Feel like yeah. Thinking about it is just as good as writing it down. Yeah. And it can be so quick. It can be like, I'm grateful for my breakfast. And then you could just throw it away after. But I think that's great. I think just getting stuff out. I think when we start to like spiral a bit or like all these things are building up and we're keeping them in, it's just like having that release can be really helpful. Yeah. So just like looking for, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like looking for like little signs from the universe or like, you know, like listening to like, uh, you know advice that you know to be true and then you hear somebody else say and you go yeah (laughs) 
like uh this week at work uh we were recording the podcast and like uh tommy chong not to name drop my boss um <laughs> he said the only constant in life is change and i was like that's true yeah. and i was yeah. like you know you kind of need to hear shit from old that's, people i don't know that's good also speaking of that i saw that the cheech and chong tiktok account viewed one of the videos i reposted was that you yeah okay i was like for a second i was like ooh, and i thought this was just this was just katie hey i'll follow you on it i don't care will you follow me on yeah, it yeah i'll follow you right oh my now. god yes <laughs> and guys if you want to be followed by the cheech and chong instagram uh, message tomorrow and she'll get it to me <laughs> get on make sign up for our patreon make it sign up can you follow me on instagram too um i'll have to unfollow somebody else but yes Oh, because it has to be 420. Yeah, that was my little idea. That's so funny. Okay, yeah, unfollow someone. That's I'm going to look so cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me figure out. Because I'll just unfollow a meme page. I'll do it after. Oh, actually, we're at 419. I must have unfollowed somebody. All right, here we go. You're so ruthless with it. Oh, my God. What a follow I'm going to get. This is... Do you follow yourself? Yeah. Immediately. That Like, as soon as they gave me the keys to the account, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> All right. Oh my god, I can't. Now you're number four twenty. <gasps> oh my god. Y'all, I got okay, nope, never mind. That was not the notification. Let's see. <gasps> okay, no, I have not gotten it yet. Let's see. Oh okay, nope, couldn't look. I don't even think I follow it. Should I follow it? Oh, I got it. If you want to follow the the good work I've been doing for the Lord, you can follow. I'm gonna follow back. And if everybody um, who listens to this could follow and then just engage in all the posts, that'll really help me with my job. I'll engage for sure. I love engaging. Please engage. It um, still says 419 following. That's so weird. It updated on mine. It does that all the time. Like I'll, we were at like 420 and then it was like 421 and that unfollowed like somebody and then it was like 419. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? What is happening? And this, you were playing with people's lives. Yeah. Well, it's a, I just unfollow meme accounts and then follow real people. So um, but yeah like uh this week this week in Cheech and Chong news I got to do some cool shit I uh um and I've also decided to lean into the situation I'm in because I definitely know like just talking to other writers and shit it's like I'm lucky to have a job even if it's like not the perfect job or whatever like it's fine that so, was oh wait really the other thing I was listening yeah. back to part of the podcast and I was like I didn't even talk about how there's a strike going on in LA <laughs> oh yeah that's the day I the day we got to California is the day it started so like literally nothing Crazy. nothing nothing was like nothing's been easy but it's fine it's and also good. to clarify not, not in LA I know the strike is everywhere but you know what I mean yeah um but what, what were the cool things you got to do so one of them was um we went to like woody harrelson's uh dispensary the woods in weho um and so it's like this gorgeous place like if you come here like i know you don't you're not a big smoker or whatever but like mm -hmm. we should still go because it's like they've got like 30 year old like foliage like they must have like you know shipped it in from somewhere else because these plants are like so huge it's like this really lush garden they've got um like parrots and all this cool shit there so like we had an event there where we were like uh launching a drink and so like i've done one of them before like my first week where we launched some the like delta nine beverage but this is like a real weed drink so like people were like there's probably like 200 people like waiting to see cheech and chong and some just like in line like taking like being like what do you think of the drink and then just like getting like footage of all of them 
And then, uh, like, it's so weird because in L.A. you'll see somebody who just looks weird or looks somewhat familiar. And you, like, stare at them. And they're not a celebrity, but they're famous online. And so you've, like, just seen them randomly. So, like, I met, like, two influencers. Like, I'm like, is this a, like, it's so, so weird. Whatever. Um, but I saw this guy climb up on the roof. And I'm like, that would be a cool picture to get from the roof, like seeing all these people. So I'm like, I asked my boss, I'm like, do you think I'll get in trouble? He goes, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I just like climbed up on the roof of this dispensary and there's a guy up there uh, and I go, hey, how are you? He goes, a lot. I'd be a lot better if you weren't up here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I hot. went, well, I work for them. Can I take some pictures? And he's like, yeah, whatever. Just be careful. And so <laughs> I was just like up there on the roof and like it was not the best like vantage point because they put up like this... um uh like like not a tarp but like some sort of covering to like so people could smoke outside so literally the only good picture i got from being on the roof was a selfie (laughs) (laughs) but that was that was the highlight of my day there um but there's a bunch of like real celebrities there too like um be real from cypress hill was there and then chavo from system of a down was there and it's like two people like could not care less about i don't know um, who those people are but they sound famous like i only knew they were famous because when they walked in people were like what? <laughs> so that was funny um and one guy from uh actually two actors showed up uh have you seen boondock saints no i haven't uh so one of like not the two brothers in boondock saints was there Sick. um and then an actor called judd nelson was there I know um, that person. Yeah. Like, I was like, I know that name. And he, like, when he walked in, people were, like, crowding around him. But he's, like, an old man. So it's, like, <laughs> he's not as recognizable as, like, Cheech and Chong. Like, they still look like them. They just look older. Like, this guy yeah. looked like they got him out of hospice. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't good. Um, But, yeah, that was really fun. Um, Are you so, do you get high on the job? Oh, yeah. My boss, like constantly is like smoking in the office and he'll be like here you go and I'm like, oh okay. my god that's crazy if i have shit to do i won't like because i know i won't be as effective so i'll yeah. like wait but um yeah it's very like there's like weed drinks in the fridge all the time there's just like weed on the tables you could just have all the weed and then my boss bought us all like these like huge like triple infused blunts for the end of the day to like celebrate our successes it was it was cool oh my god that's fun i smoked weed the other night i thought of you oh yeah i smoked weed and i here's a fun trick i learned i smoked weed i used to when i was i guess in during covid i would get high a lot and then work out Mm -hmm. and i remember thinking this is the only way to work out it is so much better and easier and more enjoyable if you're stoned yeah and i hadn't done that well and then after a show oh my god i have I have, I don't know if I should tell you on yeah I guess it doesn't matter I can tell you um I have to tell you about the show I did at here I'll just send it in the chat okay you won't be surprised by any of what I tell you actually maybe no you won't okay oh I did see a picture of you yes in this location and I went yes. don't eat the food um <laughs> but um so I smoked a little and then I went on the treadmill. Mm. Guys, if you are ever too high and you're like, fuck, when will I stop being high? Just work out or go on the treadmill. That killed my high. I was like, I should have smoked so much more. That killed my high so quickly. <laughs> like 
by the end of it, I like smoked a little and I was like, I'll probably be pretty quiet when I wasn't even high when I got off the treadmill. Like the high only lasted a little bit. It was nice, but like it did not last that long, I think, because you're exerting yourself and like, yeah, that's my favorite okay. is to get a little high and go in the pool and do some laps. Ooh, be a little fishy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I see people be like, I took an edible before I go. And I'm like, that's the way to do it. Because if I smoke, then I'll be like, I'm not going down there. <laughs> the thing with an edible, though, like I took a cycling class, which, oh, my God. And I was like, during it, I was like, God, I would have loved to be stoned for this. But <laughs> being stoned, walking into the class, interacting, being explained directions. And then you wear it. You wear, have you ever been spinning? Uh, I've done the bikes here, but not like a class. You like wear this special shoe and the shoe goes into the into the like the thing. So you're mm -hmm. stuck in it. And it's kind of hard the first time to get it until you figure it out. But I was like, oh, my God, if I was high and couldn't do this after three times, I would just leave the class. Just like clip clomp, clip clomp. Got to yeah, go. And then, <laughs> and then getting out, I was like, this would be so if I could eat an edible that hits as soon as the lights go down and the workout st starts and goes away the second the lights come back on. It's like all the interacting I just really cannot do. Yeah. I feel like uh, weed drinks have been my new favorite thing as opposed to edibles because I'll be like, just take a couple sips and then like, I think it kicks in faster than edibles. Yeah, it does. So then you can like always like redose or whatever. But like, I think I'm a five milligram and under kind of gal these days. You know what I thought? And I don't even do this. I thought, God, what would be perfect would be to have like a weed vape. Mm -hmm. or like a thing and then just have it with me and then once I'm in the bike once I'm in position <laughs> for the class hit it really quick put it with my water bottle <laughs> that would be ideal you know what they make is um a spray like a mouth spray and it, so it's like sublingual so like that kicks into your bloodstream probably the fastest what's so that sublingual might be, mean like a uh it goes like through the bloodstream oh so like a cream or a, a spray I would try that. I'd have to try it at home first to make sure I don't get high for two days. And I think I'm so nervous about it after being so stoned at the OBGYN and thinking I was going to shit in that cup. <laughs> I think that's what I think I have a little PTSD from that, that I'm so afraid to be in any situation where I have to like <laughs> be high and figure anything out. God, oh, yeah, awful. that's the worst. I went to the dermatologist the other week and they had me do something like I had to go somewhere and I remember thinking, God, this is all so easy. It's so easy to follow directions and ask questions. I'm so easy when you're not high. <laughs> so high for so I'm long. So high. I literally uh I was I was in a, a moment where I was like, I need to drink some water when I was at the event and like my boss was like, because uh, we were just talking about like how we wanted to smoke weed, but we weren't gonna do it unless like our bosses were. And I don't mean like our celebrity bosses, I mean like the people who own the company. <laughs> and uh and so as soon as I saw one of them drinking uh, one of the drinks, which has 50 milligrams in it, it is like the strongest fucking drink. Like I, people were drinking full drinks there. And I'm like, y'all are never going home. Um, I but I, I couldn't find water anywhere. So I just found like this five milligram like watermelon infused thing. I'm like, I guess this is what I'm drinking now. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it is a it's a weed filled world we live in. Speaking of weed filled world. Mm. Katie how guys for, if whoever's been listening to the podcast religiously you might remember a little bit ago Katie got an offer to perform <laughs> <laughs> to perform stand-up comedy at Coachella not Coachella at Burning Man. at Burning Man 
And Katie was not tempted by it at all. It was a no for her. There was a little bit of her that thought, am I going to feel FOMO? No, this is not up my alley. And when Katie told me that, I was insistent, insistent that she give them my name and that I would go out to Burning Man. Well, if you, Burning Man <laughs> is in a little bit of mud right now. So they got literally half an inch of rain, like nothing, like some shit that wouldn't slow Atlanta traffic down even. Half an inch of rain. And they are in dire circumstances right now. I didn't realize it's in a, an empty lake, right? Is that why? So the mud is like so much thicker mm -hmm. and so much more hard to wade through. And everyone is stuck. So, yeah, like I, I think the, the way I figured out like or like was thinking about it was like there's no vegetation to suck up the water. And so like, yeah, it's just like all dry land. So it's like it looks terrible like it looks like my literal nightmare when you sent that to me I hadn't heard about it yet and I was like I literally was like see I do make good decisions sometimes <laughs> like it was could like you, some real good validation from the universe could you imagine if you were there Katie so for wait yeah right now guys somebody the died there's one dead someone did die we I don't we don't know how they died though maybe it's no. completely unrelated to this Maybe. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't bode well, because when I heard one dead, I was like, that would have <laughs> if you died at Burning Man, we would have had to light your body on fire. and set You off. <laughs> you would have like we would have had an in memoriam where it was just like Katie saying she doesn't want to go. <laughs> uh, it, like crazy shit, like just watching the people walk around. Yeah, the porta potties. They said if you have to pee pee outside because we're saving the porta potties for number twos and then somebody showed a picture of the porta potty and there's just mud in it like thick ass mud you don't know if it's poop or mud oh it sounds I, i'm i am worried about my friend who does comedy who's there because like i looked at his uh instagram before we got on to see if i had any updates and like he hasn't posted in a while anyway but i'm like uh i hope i hope whoever went is having a great time god i did check the reddit Ob obviously the first thing i do when anything happens is to check the reddit the reddit threads the subreddit mm -hmm. and the people who are posting on reddit and tiktok for the most part who are in burning man seem to be having pretty high spirits like a lot of them are like you know it's it's, it's not as it's obviously it's not ideal it's not as bad as it seems um people are i mean luckily everyone there luckily they do, they're not going to run out of food or water because people bring like so much shit like mm -hmm. so much surplus of stuff so that's not going to be an issue i think the biggest issue right now is there was a rumor today that ebola broke out <gasps> ebola. that's what chris said he was like something's gonna they're gonna bring back something and i was like like covid no worse apparently i don't think it's actually ebola though apparently zach told me this and he saw the tweet i didn't apparently the cdc tweeted something saying there's ebola and it's like an emergency. And then they deleted the tweet. Oh. But I've been reading a lot of stuff. And I don't think people are saying hope that like Ebola couldn't last like because of the pH level there. But people are getting sick. I mean, obviously, yeah, there's like the porta parties aren't working. And I bet the water and soap situation isn't good. They turned but I off think the water. They turned off the water. Yeah. So they turned off the water. So you only have what water you brought. Um, Like. I like I would just be so uncomfortable and like the nighttime it gets like down to like 48 degrees which like that's fine for a brisk walk but like not to be sleeping in they're telling people to stay like in place 
Mm-hmm. And I think someone people are getting sick and it's like symptoms similar to Ebola, but it's not Ebola. What is but, Ebola? I don't even oh know. My, don't honestly, Katie, don't look it up. I'm I scared remember to Google it. Ebola dropped when I was in I was at summer camp in going into my freshman year, maybe, or maybe yeah. And l- look it up and read it to us. It it gave me I was terrified. It was my biggest fear. Let me see. It's bad. That's what during COVID, when I would get like really freaked out and like close to a panic attack, I would just tell myself like in the game, I'd be like, at least it's not Ebola. At least we're not dealing with Ebola here. It's a virus that causes severe bleeding, organ failure, and can lead to death. It's called Ebola hemorrhagic fever. So humans can spread the virus to other humans through contact with bodily fluids such as blood. Initial symptoms include fever, heart headache, muscle pain, chills. And later, a person may experience internal bleeding, resulting in vomiting or coughing blood. Uh, it bleed out of your eyes. It says it's extremely rare. So I don't think it's Ebola there, but there is the guy. Do you listen to Truanon? Uh, I I have. I haven't listened to it in a while. He's there, and he's been posting about it. So, oh, well, I just googled Burning Man Ebola, and it said no Ebola, but here's how Burning Man flooding could make people sick. Yeah. That's so, scary. That's so scary. It's pretty great. I cannot fucking imagine. But everyone seems to be in pretty high spirits. My mom was like, as long as no one starts riding or fighting or anything. But I don't, I mean, unless they're there for fucking months, I don't think they will. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing they were saying. They might get like another quarter inch of rain. And I'm like, well, because like it ends on Monday and then they're like, and we'll leave, you know, when, when they asked me to do it, they're like, we'll probably have to leave on Tuesday because it takes so long to clean up and everything. And I'm like, they still have to clean up because that's like part of the whole, you know, ethos of Burning Man is like, take what you bring. Like, don't leave anything behind. Are they going to clean up, you think? I I feel In like it's a, it's a wash. You got to go. You know what? I'm leaving my big rat statue here. <laughs> <laughs> People's cars are fucking stuck that was one of the the craziest pictures i saw is like a jeep four-wheeler was like in the mud up to its doors like they're trying to get out and i guess they just kept spinning the wheels but don't worry chris rock got out chris rock and diplo were safe they got out that's crazy being a celebrity really does pay off doesn't it i guess so they walked five miles to get out of there apparently there's a video of them driving and they both look pretty clean and not they did look surprisingly clean they both i'm like y'all did not look like you walked five miles and knee deep mud so who knows if they actually walked five miles the video is hilarious though chris rock is just talking about getting a cold brew (laughs) he's like i just want a fucking cold brew i thought when i saw that i was like what if i also was walking because that truck looks full i'm like what if i also was walking would they leave a non-celebrity for the celebrities and i think yes i think a thousand percent one thousand percent yeah, I cannot imagine being there. Also, so people are sleeping in campers, but then is everyone in their own camper? Like, aren't people, don't people sleep in tents? They, uh, the news was, like, saying how people who were, like, had tents were opting to just, like, sleep in their car instead. That's smart. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. I always, because my cousin was such a burner, I can't believe I used the term or phrase, <laughs> I always had a fascination with Burning Man and always didn't want to go one day, mm-hmm. but this has completely killed that. Yeah, 70,000 like, people. I didn't even realize it was so big. Near did I. That's crazy. Like, that's like a whole city. Like, that's like the size of, like, my hometown. Like, that's crazy. Since And how much does it cost to go? 
I bet ticket prices. Honestly, though, if you want to go, next year's the best time to go because I bet the ticket prices are lowered. Yeah, Maybe not for though. sure. Or just if your money, spend it on Fire Festival, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's coming back, right? That's the craziest thing. Like, we're talking about it at work, and, like, my, the guys at work were like, I would go. And I'm like, what? Why? There is nowhere to go. Didn't someone suck dick for water last time? Yeah, that was my favorite part where he was like, I'll do anything. I'll suck your dick for a bottle of water. I'm like, that's crazy. Oh, my God. I think maybe the one good thing for the uh, the comedians who are there, because they did say like they're like it was going to be like more like glamping where it was like they, they had a really good setup to entice them for, you know, basically doing free labor. Um, So hopefully they're OK. I think can you imagine how when the all the if they're six comics they come back how quickly they're going to be working on their material from that they're gonna be oh, like fuck I, sure. I gotta come up with the joke before this person does or else I can't use it yeah <laughs> they're gonna have to eat one of the other comedians so that they can do the material <laughs> Katie I'm so glad you're not there I know you weren't even close to going but could you imagine I I mean there was a part of me that was like you should you should do it and then I'm so glad I didn't like. I would have done it and I would have been so fucking pissed. I would have been, I would have done it because I would have been like, it's when else am I going to do this? You know, what an opportunity. Yeah. And I would have been really mad at my, this is a good reminder to everybody to say no to everything. No, say but no it's a good everything. reminder that if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. That's right. If you trust your gut, even if it's never helped you before. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> um. Let's see what else happened this week. Oh, uh, so my aunts came to visit. So cute. And uh, so my aunt Jackie's my mom's sister, and then Brenda's her partner, and they've been together since like I was born, basically. Like, uh, and so like, they're both. I think Brenda's like seventy-seven, maybe. Like they're both older, and then they're like they have this whole crazy story because like Brenda's mom, uh, had this whole family that her kids never knew about until their dad died so i want to do like a a, a podcast like a, a mini series podcast about it where i interview them like because it's a crazy story like she literally had three kids and then like they got taken away it, it's debatable whether they were taken away or given away so like her daughter brenda and her brenda's brother steve like never knew and then when their dad passed away my aunt jackie was like okay margie tell us like you know your life story basically and then she just told them all this crazy shit. And they, like, went and found out that they had, like, two brothers and a sister they never knew about. Oh, my God. Um, and my favorite part of the story was that, so the sister, Angela, who they were coming here to visit for her 83rd birthday. Aww. My aunt, my aunts show up at my apartment. Chris answers the door and he's like, can I help you? Like, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't know who they were. <laughs> he didn't know they were coming? Um, we didn't know they were coming. To my, like, we both knew they were going to be in Glendale. Because oh, she lives in so Los Feliz. Uh -huh. um, but they just like walked the mile and a half from their apartment or from their hotel to our apartment in like the hottest day it's been in Glendale. So they got here and they're like, we need water. <laughs> I'll suck dick for water. Yeah. <laughs> My two lesbian aunts are going to suck dick for water. <laughs> um, and so like I was like, oh, are you guys going to go see Angela or whatever? And they're like, yeah, we're going to surprise her. And I'm like, that is exactly what every 83 year old woman needs is a big surprise. <laughs> Like that, like to me, I was like trying to think of a joke where I was like, uh, like being like, we don't even know if she's alive. Like, 
Um, but I went and took them over to her place and it's such a nice apartment complex and she only pays $1,200 a month in rent because it's rent controlled. Fuck like yes. big two, two for 1200. And I'm like, we should be friends so I can live here later. Um, <laughs> but the sister grew up, um, on the West coast, she was like, a an accountant for some restaurant. So she like kept name dropping all these like celebrities and she was like, you know, Charlize Theron's not actually very pretty in real life. I'm like. I don't know if you actually have met her. Nice. Uh, yeah, she just met a blonde lady. Yeah. And so, like, she kind of gave off this impression of being really wealthy. Like, me and Chris thought she was, like, rich talking to her. And then we talked to Jackie and Brenda, and they're like, no, she just kind of embellishes everything. <laughs> but also, she's super racist. And so... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, my aunts are, like, very, very liberal for their generation. Like, they still like Biden. So, like, I just go, okay, let's talk about Bernie. No? You yeah. guys think he's cranky? Okay. Um... <laughs> Wait, and just to clarify, this woman is the racist woman. She's technically your aunt, too. No, we're not, like, blood-related. So she's, like, Brenda's half-sister. Got Um, it. Okay. But I am obsessed with, like, weird old people like that, (laughs) where it's, like, I could listen to you talk for forever. Like, I'm not going to change your mind on anything. So just go nuts. Um, And she wasn't, like, particularly racist at dinner. We were at Cheesecake Factory for not one, not two, but three straight hours. (laughs) (laughs) What did you get? Um, well, uh, Chris and I started, uh, doing keto again. So we both got the Cobb salad. Nice. I knew you were going to say Cobb salad. That's funny. Did you? Yeah. I had a feeling I said, I bet she's going to say Cobb salad. That's crazy. Went Cobb salad. So we've been on uh, a keto for one week. Hell yeah. How do you feel? So much better. And I think it might be that I'm not eating bread. So I do think I might, I don't want to be like, I have a gluten intolerance, but like. You might be allergic. Dude. And listeners, sorry about this, but my number twos have never been better. (laughs) You might be a sensitive or allergic. Like, and I also quit smoking. So I'm doing like a little Zen. The, what? The nicotine patch. Yeah. So I like, I was like, this is so Katie to just drop this right now. You quit smoking cigarettes? Yeah. So I'm doing Zen right now Man. and I like it a lot better. When did you quit? Last Sunday. I had my last cigarette on Sunday. So Mom's one week. A, what can I ask you what led up to that? Um, I just wasn't feeling great. <laughs> and I was like, so I, I was thinking about our like, you know, conversation that we had, like just about like, you know, doing things like that make me feel better and not like, I don't know, there's just, like a little bit of guilt when you smoke cigarettes. That's like, I don't know, in my brain, where it's like, I shouldn't be smoking. This isn't good for me, but I love nicotine. So uh, we found a solution. Uh, awesome. And I feel so much better. Yay. And the pat, it's a patch that goes in your mouth. Yeah, it's like a little thing. I did one of those once in college and I almost vomited. Uh, I think you have to be a smoker to enjoy it. I was not. I was not a smoker (laughs) when I did it. It was fucked. That's so awesome. Wow. Quitting smoking and going keto. You are a legend. I'm going to be a skinny little legend. That's very cool, Katie. I'm proud of you. you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And maybe quitting smoking probably helped uh, my stomach feel better too. You should Um, do, you should get that app where you put in how much you smoke a day and then it tells you like how many days you've gone without smoking and then like how much money you're saving. Oh, I should. I was doing, and it says like how many cigarettes you have in two days. What was that? I think I was doing like a pack every two days. Put it in, put it into the lap. Okay. Sorry. So you were at Cheesecake Factory. Cobb salad, no cigarette, three Cobb hours. Salad, no cigarettes. Um, so yeah, it was just like a little interesting old lady meetup. And uh like apparently like when Angela was with my aunts, she would just be saying like racist shit about homeless people and crime, 
which is like very you know whatever generation that is the greatest one uh <laughs> <laughs> and so i had a i had a show on thursday wait was it thursday it was either wednesday or thursday and so i told them because it was like at 9 30 at night and i was like y'all do not have to come and they're like we won't and i said perfect <laughs> and then i'm sitting there and you know the end of this story i'm sitting there on my phone i look up and i've been visited by the three fates from hercules <laughs> and when i tell you don't invite family members to shows it's i so mean hard. this so wholeheartedly like like cody that's fine you know what i mean i wouldn't i don't invite my parents to stuff like they didn't go to cody's album recording like i just don't think that is for me but so they show up and i'm sitting like in the back but in the middle so i'm like i was just gonna watch the show like a normal comedian and uh there's one table that's like open in the front middle and there's one over to the side and i'm like let's go sit over here and so we sit down and immediately angela's like i can't see i cannot see I want to see let's go see and I'm like y'all you don't want to sit in the front because comedians they'll like talk to you and Jackie goes yeah they'll heckle us I'm like that's not what it's called um and so I'm like just don't and they they eventually get up they move to the frontmost table on the side so they are as close to the comedians as humanly possible this is making me sweaty I don't know why I'm getting a little sweaty thinking about it and so the first person who's there He's wearing like uh basically this shirt. Okay. And it's the guy who's like who used to do some like influence stuff with my brand. Okay. So like he's wearing his little Cheech and Chong shirt. And I'm like, I know this guy, but I'll talk to him after his set because I'm not a monster. He probably would like to do his set without having to think about talking to somebody else, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'll talk to him after his set. Uh no such luck uh of being normal. Because uh, he he mentions Cheech and Chong on stage. My Aunt Jackie, who's the one who's promised to behave the most. <laughs> she raises her hand. I'll send you this video. You have a video? Yeah, I got a video of this because I was um, so mortified. Uh, hold on. She raises her hand and she goes, we know about them. And he's like, what? And she goes, ask your next comedian. And I'm not even after him. <laughs> are you sitting with them or are you you're not sitting with them, i am right? i'm as far away as okay, humanly possible like and i actually good. almost wore my cheech and chong shirt and i went don't wear your brand shirt to comedy just don't do that um and so throughout the evening so they they like he wasn't he had to go up cold so like he wasn't gonna have like the best set ever anyway uh -huh. but they certainly didn't help and so he gets off stage and I talked to him. I was like, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, and I just told him what my job was. And he was like, oh, cool. And then I found out they never paid him for doing his stuff with them. Like it was agreed that he wouldn't get paid, but like he did like three things with them and he never like even got the opera. I was like, oh, that fucking sucks. Um, so I was like, I'll talk to my boss about that because that's crazy. You should pay everybody for their efforts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was very nice. And then I followed him on the main account and he, he messaged my personal and he was like, did you do that? And I was like, yeah, I can't believe they weren't <laughs> following you. That's crazy. Um, so they're just like doing that. And then obviously the, the show is, you know, a diverse lineup. It's hosted by a black guy. There's, you know, all types on the show. And so I'm sitting there knowing how racist Angela is and I'm going, don't, don't, 
this woman becomes the star of the show every you know how, like at the skull if there's one person they say don't talk to every comedian goes i fucking got this yeah <laughs> i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna solve this problem and so uh everything they say like if they go oh that joke wasn't very good you know like just like little asides she'll be like it wasn't and then it started getting like sexual because like some comedian was like her name's angela and they're like angela do you eat ass and it was like <laughs> but she loved it right she probably loved this attention did she like it she loved it so much at the end of the show <laughs> The guy who worked with Cheech and Chong, his name's Austin Cress. He's very funny. Um, he started an Angela chant and the whole room chanted Angela. Shut the fuck. She's going to come to all of your shows, Katie. I She drives, so she might. Um, how, how, how were they doing your set? Were they quiet? Uh, they stepped on my line because I did try to do that Hercules line about the fates. And, they, and my aunt was like, the golden girls. And I was like, no, more like the ladies who share one eyeball. Um... <laughs> And then I went, these are actually my aunts. Um, I bring them around with me because I can't afford Botox. So I just got to look younger in comparison. <laughs> did they love that? Yeah. Like in the audience liked it. And then, you know, I just did the the, the hits because it was like a, it, the room wasn't uh, there for like fucking around. Like they wanted jokes. Yeah. Because I feel like some LA shows, like they love it if you just read your phone. But like this one, I felt like I was like, I have to like put on a little performance to like pick things up. Um, so that was good. And then one of my personal favorite comics in LA, Megan Gailey. Do you know her? Fame sounds so familiar. She's like Chicago comic and then she was in New York and then she's out here now. Um, she was there and like, I just think she's so fun. Like, she's really, really unique in my opinion. Um, like, cause she's kind of like, uh, like a rich girl doing mean comedy, which I like. That's funny. Like, I guess that's her persona. And so we'd seen each other a couple times. And then she was so kind to me about, like, uh, just living here. She was like, oh, you'll hate it for, like, another maybe six months. But you'll wind up liking it. Oh. And so, like, I just talked to her. And New then, friend alert. I know. I was very excited about that because it felt like, oh, she's, like, so cool. Um, And so, like, she talked to my aunts. And they said that, that she was their second favorite and that I was the best. Oh, um, that's so cute. And I said, y'all have to say that. And then a woman next to them was like, no, you really were. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. That's great. Um, so and yeah, not surprising. Good. Oh, thank you so much. But yeah, it was a truly wild. And the only person who got called racist was like Jackie. And I don't know what she said, but this comedian, I think he's Japanese. His name's Fumi Abe. Um, I don't know what he said and I don't know what she said, but all of a sudden he was calling her racist. And I was like, what? so glad i'm not sitting with y'all do you think that your aunt angela or not your aunt angela angela having such a good time do you think that helped her racism be less um what if this cures her racism what if she keeps coming out to shows i mean maybe i don't know i think the craziest thing is is that she and her sister are both gay and they didn't ever know each other. And then they had friends in the same circle. She's gay too, Angela? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's wild. So like she. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, so I was going to finish that story real quick. So there's no continuity error. But yes. So like the craziest part of like their finding each other story was that Angela's best friend, her name's Barbara was a detective in South Florida 
who Brenda dated. What? Yeah, this woman, so Barbara, the police officer, was like an L.A. police officer. They didn't treat women very well out here, surprise. So she moved somewhere where she could get, like, actually detective ship. And so, like, she knew Angela was looking for her family. And at the same time, sometimes Angela would call her on the phone. Brenda and her mother would be in the kitchen hanging out. Like, they were that close to finding each other for, like, multiple years. Yeah, you should do a podcast about that. That's crazy. Thank you. That's the part that was like, that's like a big moment on a TV show. Like, that's like insane. That's so, wild. Yeah. Did you watch that video I sent you? I cannot believe you captured that part of yeah. her being like, ask your next comedian. Because like, I was like, as soon as they started talking, I was like, we got to We got to document this happening. He was um, really nice about it. That's crazy. Was. They look good. They look younger than I thought. Yeah, they're very active. They play tennis like every single day of their lives. That's great. God, that is so fucking funny. Are um, you gonna did your aunt said they had fun though? Yeah, they had a great time. They had, the they best had a great time. time. Yeah. Um, yeah, they unfortunately I couldn't do like more stuff with them. So we like got dinner a couple times at breakfast, but I had to work, so uh we saw each other as much as possible. But they got to go to like the Griffith Observatory and they went I recommended going to Forest Lawn cemetery because that's where i took cody and it's like really pretty and you can go see elizabeth taylor's tomb i bet um, they love that they did they like ask that. your next comedian i like how after she said that he asked a question and she did this with she like made it like her mouth was quiet and it's like you've been talking this whole time now he's actually interacting with you they talk so much and then brenda like brenda is to jackie like chris is to me like just very quiet <laughs> until they say something hilarious you know what i mean where it's yeah. like They've been waiting for that moment to like chime in, but everybody like Brenda's like just so cool. That's Brenda's so in the middle, and then Angela's on like the farther side. <laughs> just a wild series of events. My dad, he's you know good at comedy shows. He loves comedy. He's quiet, but it doesn't matter where he sits. He always becomes the star of the show. Like something about his energy or whatever. Like people always start talking to him, even if he's in the front, in the middle. Like, if they can see him, they will talk to him. I think his energy is just, like, pretty intriguing. Yeah. Uh, they just zoom he, in on Stan. Literally. And he'll be quite, he's, he's so good. He's polite. He laughs. Like, he loves comedy. He's a pretty easy laugh. Like, but he always becomes the star of it. That's so funny. It's very funny. It's very I mean, bizarre. just what are the odds, like, Catherine crowd worked your parents? Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Literally. Yeah. She made my mom neigh like a horse. Oh, she was the 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 person who got to neigh during the show. Yeah, she oh neighed. I think so, so. Funny. Yeah, that's so funny. Wild stuff. Because like, if you told me like, you know, my parents are coming. Like, I would never deliberately talk to someone's parents. So the fact that it was such like a random series of events. Yeah, she had no idea. And then I later she that. saw like a picture and she went, "I think I crowd worked them." <laughs> yeah, the that's clips. So it was in the clip she posted. And your parents just had a big anniversary, right? Yeah, they just celebrated 36 years of marriage. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, mom and dad, Stan and Pam. Very happy We for know them. Pam's listening, so <laughs> shout out to Pam. <laughs> and Stan, they're and both listeners. That he listens to? Mm-hmm, he listens oh, on his nice. way to work. Oh, that's great. My mom texted me and said, is Katie okay? <laughs> I went, you tell me, mom. <laughs> you listen to she said, I got to take her out to dinner. I said, oh, she would love that. Take her I out would. to dinner. I would. But thank you. Yeah. Thank you for everybody who texted tomorrow to see if I was alive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is Katie okay? 
I am much better this week. And I feel like, you know, just talking to people. Um, I talked to Foskey yesterday, which is really nice. Um, and I do have to remember to talk to people because um, it's, you know, you get in my head and I'm like, nobody would ever want to fucking talk to me ever. Fuck. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was nice. And then he and I had a similar experience. Um, I won't name names, but it doesn't really matter. But like somebody messaged me because they saw I was on a show and they're like, oh, you're really killing it out there. And I went, nope just posting <laughs> nope <laughs> just reposting posters and he said he's experienced that too where people are like man you are crushing it he's like i'm just posting the flyers they give me so i think that's been a very big lesson in perception versus reality this week where and it's if- like you think oh everybody hates me they don't think i'm doing good they think i'm a failure and they're like oh my god katie's out there doing a show in la where she lives well, I feel like the perception of you posting a poster and people thinking you're crushing it should just go at also show you how like people really do ho- hold you in high regard because like a lot of people post posters and they're like, oh, yeah, they have a show. But for somebody to be like, damn, they this must be their 70th show today. They're crushing it. Like that only comes when like someone already kind of holds you in like a certain regard or like expects you to be crushing it. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, Social media is crazy. It's like, yeah, it's it can be it can be very um toxic in comparison. Yeah. So that, that was a good lesson. Um, but yeah, actually the the show I had posted about was like a do you remember uh Jay Light? He came and did some shows at um Skull. Yes. I think uh, I remember the name. He has like this game show called Wrong, which like You won you won the book. Right? I won. I won the book. Yeah. So that was the that was good. That was a that was a win. Um yeah, and even win? though my aunts tried to ruin the other show, I did good there. So that's good. Yeah, trying to be positive. Um, I don't know how I won this. The point seemed like on um, whose line is it? Where it's like the points are made up. You won because you're a crusher. Crusher. I forgot that we talked about the book last week. I still haven't read the book. Ooh. Well, my screen just got brighter. Um. So this show I did. Mm. I I got to open for Lady Bunny, which was very very <gasps> so cool. cool. She was so fucking nice. We literally we were in separate green rooms, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, she like came out before the show to say hi to me, and the other person was opening, and she was like, came and she's like, "Where are those whores at?" And like <laughs> introduced herself to us, and was like so nice, and I thought that was very cool. Um, I love her. I've been a fan of her since I was I saw her for the first time on RuPaul's Drag Race when I was a kid, and then oh, that's crazy. Um, but the show, she is amazing. Like she Mm. is such a performer. She's so funny. Like she really is like, she really has it. Like she really has like that. Like she's just so fun to watch the show. Not like outside of her performance, like was a shit show. Oh yeah. Like, so her show has a lot outside of her performance. Her performance was amazing. Hilarious, funny, like such a talent. Um, she had like a lot of technical elements like a lot of videos that had to be played and the venue like knew about it but like couldn't figure out like there were so many technical issues like (laughs) they didn't couldn't figure there was four screens only two of them were working and then no one there like knew how to get it on and basically me and the other performer were supposed to do 10 minutes I hope I'm not now I'm not getting in trouble for this and um I he does 10 minutes and then I'm up and I have a great set. I love if I could just perform in front of gay male audiences for the rest of my life. The best. I would be happy forever. 
I need like I the gay I, I they just we get each other we just get each other I mean Mateo Lane when he was at the skull best audiences I think I ever saw there it's the best like I love I I, I truly think it's like yeah I just I love it so well, I think I, it's like a they like women they don't hate yeah. women immediately and then like they have good pop culture references yep and like you know, just like all of the things that like we care about, like there's like that Venn diagram where it kind of like crosses over at some point. Perfect. They're so fun. Every age of everything. I love them. Yeah. Um. So I'm having an awesome set. Like I am crushing. And I'm like at a certain point, I'm like, huh, I wonder if I did not see the light because I'm having so much fun. And because I'm in my mind, I'm like, it's definitely been 10 minutes. And thank God I checked because I almost just thought it's definitely been 10 minutes. I probably missed the light. I'm just going to get off the stage. But I asked, I was like, did I get the light? And the person was like, no, 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 keep going. And then I saw it at the corner of my eye. There was like a lot of like running around. Yeah. And they basically ended up having me do like 20, closer to 20 minutes. That's the shit. Because, which is great, but literally because they couldn't get the, she, so how the show's supposed to start is a video is supposed to play. And then she like enters onto the stage, but they couldn't figure out how to get the video going. So I found out Katie during like the last heart, like the, second half of my set there is screens in front of me and you can see on the screen someone like on the computer like trying to open files and like get these videos working <laughs> while I'm doing comedy <laughs> did Insane. that affect your set uh, the reactions to it or no I think there's a couple parts towards the second half where like I felt like I had them so engaged so much that there was like a couple dips where I was like huh towards the end I was like I thought that was gonna hit so much harder and that makes sense now that that was when people were like pulling up things behind me <laughs> well thank god that you had i mean I, I know you have enough time to you know headline at this point probably but like just <laughs> to do 20 minutes that's solid where it's like oh i don't just have to be like so what's everybody yeah doing? Got, yeah thank god yeah literally thank god um so then i get off the stage and then the video is not playing like it's just like here's lady bunny and then like nothing is happening the video's playing there's no sound <gasps> And she's off stage into a microphone. She's like, don't you guys love my show? It's so minimalist, isn't it? Like, she's so like, she's so funny. And she's so like some somehow kind about all of it. Like when it was done, I'm sure she was pissed. But like, mm. she still maintained like a lot of kindness throughout the whole show, like to the venue and like the people working. Mm. But like, basically, like, none of the videos worked when they were supposed to work. None of the sound worked. And then she would like say something every time she would sing a song. She'd be like, maestro, like give them track 16 and sometimes the track would play sometimes it wouldn't it was a dj and then at a certain point it would literally be like give them track 17 and then the dj would talk into the microphone and go is this what the beginning sounds like and start playing the song and she'd be like nope <laughs> track 17 can you imagine being in the entertainment industry for that long it was embarrassing, honestly. I felt embarrassed. I was like, I don't know. She hasn't been in Atlanta in forever. Like, this is what her manager booked her at. Like, this is probably what she thinks. I mean, I know she doesn't think that, but I was like, this is crazy. Sorry what to cut you off. was it? It was the one I texted you or the one I messaged you on uh, Zoom. I'll do it again. Oh, oh, sorry. Let me see. Oh, oh, the, the that one was the one. Oh. Yes. Oh. Oh, interesting not surprising but in um here i'm messaging more guys if you want this literally get on the patreon that we don't have <laughs> but yeah she's been in the entertainment yeah. industry for fucking like 
some 30 40 fucking years she's 60 years old like she's, she's been, been on too long for that shit so many tv shows so many movies so many like acclaims like kind of a living icon um yeah it was crazy great i'm so glad you got to open because i know you were scheduled to like months and months ago and then that's the thing too it was supposed to happen months and months ago then she broke her foot they had to reschedule it and they still couldn't get the the screens and i bet and I, it's not even their fault like i just think the people who knew how to do it weren't there like yeah, that's a, and, that's the venue's fault for sure and then at one point this woman's coming over before the show and she, she's like we're doing all this stuff and i'm like dang i was like that employee's like really she's really busting it like i can like that employee looks stressed and then i find out she's literally not an employee she's the dj's girlfriend who does not get paid and it's just like trying to help and figure it out oh I was like, y'all need to pay her. <laughs> yes. Because well, she was, she kept saying, she's like, they don't pay me. I thought, I thought what she was saying was that she kept saying they don't pay me enough. And I was like, yeah, yeah, she must be. But I'm like, yeah, they don't pay her enough. They don't pay her. They don't pay her at all. Wow. Well, that's cool. You got to meet her at least and have a good show. Yeah, that was I cool. I thought it went she's, well. I gave her one of my stickers. Nice. So yeah, pretty dude. sick. Pretty sick. But yeah, that um, was pretty crazy. I just could not believe how absolutely fucked everything else was besides her and if it hadn't been like a celebrity like if it just been like a regular show i bet it would have probably been less stressful for you as a comedian where it's like i did my feature set that's it for me i'll see y'all later that's a lot yeah it was just like i was just like guys come on like this is crazy (laughs) just like two videos (laughs) but then you remember that like the people that are hired to be like djs at comedy clubs aren't necessarily like av technicians like i did no. like the greenville comedy zone and i was having to like show a guy how to pull up the song for john marco you know what i mean like it's just like they're not yeah they're not um tech people they're just no. de- they're djs they're not like musical theater tech people or cabaret show tech people Easy. but <laughs> i wonder if they promised that they could do like i think they knew what the show was and said they could do it but mm-hmm. it's like obviously you couldn't do it like you didn't have the the means to do it yeah you almost think like even like i mean laughing skull it's just comedians running the booth but like they still can put stuff on the screen yeah they would have done it that's what i thought i was like they would have done it better yeah i'm never gonna work here again once they listen to this podcast hey if they heard the other one i'm never either so (laughs) gotta get big enough to where they want us there yeah that's so true they're not gonna listen guys seriously don't sabotage me seriously don't don't be lame Hey, text me and be like, is tomorrow okay? It's not getting work. <laughs> I'm grateful for the performance opportunity. It was great. It was just a bummer. The 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 technical side of the show was a dud. And that was a bummer, I think, for all involved. Yeah. But was well, kind of cool to watch her navigate it. Yeah. She navigated I like that it outfit very she well. wore. The the one with like the skinny girl on the shirt. Oh, so funny. So yeah. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, she was awesome. Um, I, I know you the rest have to... of the show. Oh, yeah, oh, sorry. sorry. I know you have to go soon. So I was going to say, should we talk about the other thing that you sent me next time we talk? Maybe I should research Extreme Sisters some more. Oh, yes. Yes. Let's research it and talk about it next episode. Okay. Because that is insane. That's on my list. I actually wrote a list this time. So oh, that's great. I yeah. sent Katie a TikTok and we'll get into this next week. It was very Katie coded. Um, <laughs> it was these twin sisters who are like haven't ever it was their for it was on tiktok these twin sisters they're married to twin husbands and this was their first time going on a separate date and they all definitely fuck each other was the vibe i was getting from the video 
a Amen. thousand percent they a live together percent. They, one of the one couple has a baby but they were really acting like it was all their babies and i was like i don't think they know who's the dad yeah i don't think anybody knows i don't and the baby will never know because you can't do a 23 and me on two twins you're gonna get <laughs> the exact same set of dna but i saw a video i said weird twins that are definitely fucking each other's partners katie needs to see this i did and y'all need to already. hear about it so i'm gonna do some research great and uh we'll we'll come back and talk about it next time but yeah thank y'all for listening you. thank you freaks we love you we love you so much i'm off to my two shows both at 5 p.m how will she do it <laughs> <laughs> how will she do it <laughs> thank god thank god for you what you say what that mean i don't know Running through the money, bitch, I feel incredible.